Yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. You might as well go get that, uh, that Pistons, uh, you seen that? That Pistons, uh, starter jacket, black and white? Seen it. However, that is not my bag. That is not my cup of tea. Yeah, I don't have nothing to match that. And uh, I would like to wear like a jacket like that year round. So I don't think I would um get that Black History Month collection one. I'll just get a regular Pistons color. See, you get it. Anyways, hello. What up, though? What up, though? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another edition of this beautiful platform we call the mental matters podcast i have my favorite co-host in the world jarell with me and i and richard we are back again virtually doing this raggedy virtual thing but um what episode we on i don't even remember the number bro like i am losing the count of the count and you gotta forgive me y'all like yeah up there Listen, I'm about to check the number because I need to make sure that people know that we care still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is episode 77. Episode 70 of the sevens. The sevens of the 70s. Mm-hmm. The Mental Matters Podcast. Here to redefine man up properly for the culture, all things black men, adulthood, and of course our favorite jerk chicken, ladies and gentlemen. Jarrell. Mm-hmm. How have you been? What is going on with you? Let me see your outfit. <laughs> I got on just a t-shirt and some shorts right now. <laughs> oh, you repping Los Angeles, huh? Okay. See, that's just a coincidence. This is my pajama shirt. You a Detroit my, Ram? Uh, no, my, my, my pops, he went to LA last year, and he came back and got me a shirt. And I was like, all right, it ain't red, but you know, I still wear it. You know, but uh, <laughs> are you trying to be bumped in LA? All right, <laughs> yeah. So, I've been, I've been good though. I got a couple of uh, a couple of wins on the on the app sneakers app since we last recorded. Really, yeah. Well, are we, are we doing this today? We are going to talk about <laughs> our victories, and the victory shall not be limited to if it was a shoe. So Please feel free. Share with the people. Oh man. So I hit on a on a purple court 13s. That hey. was uh that was just something I was trying at. And then I was like, if I get them, I ain't gonna be mad. And uh I got them. And uh I was just like, okay, cool. And then I and then once they actually came like five days later, I put them on. I was like, no, these is nice, you know. I could get mm. with this. Like I was I was kind of selling them short, but I think they I think they're gonna be the ones, you know, five, ten years from now. People are gonna be wanting back to release again. So mm. got those. Um, of course, you hooked me up with the cool grays, uh, with the plug for that. Because <laughs> I couldn't hit on that. I tried what, like five different times. Hit like I was in ten different raffles, then hit it all. And they, oh, I ain't gonna put that out there. But um, okay. Th- then then I got the uh, the patent ones this week. So that was the patent ones. 
Yes. Jarrell, <laughs> you got to get the people what they want. What are you talking about? Get the people what yeah. they want. The, the the Jordan Patton ones. These are the only ones I've ever had in my life. And uh, I think oh. I, I think I did it the right way by getting these instead of any other ones that ever released because, I don't know, it's just like the point that they the Chicago colors and then like I love like patent leather because they're the 11s are my favorite Jordan. So the patent leather I'm in love with. So mm. yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I feel off mushy on the inside. So I'm a, <laughs> when he, go ahead. I'm gonna ask this because I've seen a lot of different reviews when it comes to these. Do you think that? There are shirt, certain shoes that need to be like matched up color wise, like far as coordinate everything from your head to your toes. Or are those like one of those pieces that can just stand out by themselves and you can go about your day with whatever you decide to put on? Um, Me, I, I will wear these with with anything. I'm a, I'm a simple person. I don't do the whole head to toe thing all the time. For my oh, you don't got no Nike track suits? I got some track suits. Like I got, I got, I got a couple of gray track suits. So I can wear those in my cool grays. But for these, I feel like they stand out on their own because they're just ones. And then, uh, like I just wear those with like some some blue jeans and a white tee. Like I'm simple, mm. but I do have a red and black Jordan um, track suit jumpsuit that came with my bread 11s. It's supposed to match the 11s, but it can match any red, black, and white. So I might throw that on with those. So. Yeah, but I'm I'm a simple person. Like when 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 we was coming up, or at least when I was growing up, it's like it was our uniforms at school. So it's like mm-hmm. you wore your Nikes with your uniform. So, but it was just like as long as you had Nikes on, you know, you was about something. So Fair. I'm still kind of I'm still kind of into that, you know, mindset. Fair enough. So the yeah. funny thing about that is I was not able to get those, and I kind of got over it. Um, I have two reasons why. Uh, I got over it, and uh, because of course, sneakers is my self care, I brought them to share with the people. Now, a lot mm-hmm. of people probably don't care for these because you know they not the coolest or they low tops or no other crap. Mm-hmm. But I have never been a person to please people with my outfit, I've always been mm-hmm. a go against the grain, raging against the machine, that type of deal. Um mm-hmm. In fact, I'm one of those people where I don't make eye contact usually first. I make shoe contact. And Mm -hmm. I often want people to look at me the same. Um, Not that I don't think I'm nothing good to look at. Let's be real. I think I'm attractive, but whatever. Um, But I always like my shoes to be the statement piece. That's why I never cared for the the matchy, matchy. My my shirt got to. My shirt and my pants got to match my shoes, was match my socks. And I was like, mm, no, I don't care about that. So yeah. <laughs> two reasons why I could not get the patent bread ones. One, because the day before they actually uh, before they actually released on December 30th, I scored these babies on eBay. On eBay. The handcrafted ones, not the crafted ones, not that gentrified name nonsense. The handcrafted <laughs> ones. I saw these and the very first time I saw them, I was just like, they're special. Like, this is only a shoe that sneaker lover can love. Like, everything from the different, like, patches of colorways to, like, all these browns and such came from a different Jordan 1 sneaker. 
everything from this brown to this brown to this Bordeaux on the back to the sale material. Everything came mm-hmm. from a different Jordan 1. You're not going to get that nowhere else. That's True. why I thought this was extremely unique to me. Plus, you got this 3M joint here. If you got the light, you see it. Um, so when I bought those, I had to take out of every reservation I had because Elena was not having that. Um, <laughs> and then, because of Christmas, uh, I got a gift card for Christmas and had a little extra money just sitting around. And they did a restock on these. So from a colorway standpoint, I don't need another red and black shoe because I got these bad boys right here. Mm-hmm. Jordan one low bread toes. I forgot you hit on those. <laughs> yes. 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 So these are special because, you know, I mean, Jarrell just be out here spoiling me, but I ain't getting to that. Um <laughs> But no, I mean, I, I like a very unique shoe that people, I don't want to say I, I like the stuff that people don't like, but at the same time, I'm always that person. And then they're going to pop up and be like, dang, oh my God, I can't believe you. It's like, yeah, now get away from me. Stop looking at me so hard. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I love these. These are dope. I have not wore either of these yet besides trying them on. So um I don't feel like I have to match match these because I feel mm-hmm. like any Chicago colorways, um, mm-hmm. I feel like they just stand out by themselves. Like I could match them with a shirt, but I could also just let them be the statement piece. Any of my shoes that are typically that way. Um, so yeah, I might have got another pair of shoes since then, but I haven't physically got them. So don't judge me judging mama. Um, yeah, but I'd be thinking we'd be done with shoes, but then I realized that shoes is naturally one of those things that, you know how you have certain friends you can talk to about everything and you have some friends you can talk to about certain things. Mm -hmm. I feel like I could talk to you about any single thing, but shoes just make it that much better for our conversation. So, um, (laughs) I figure every time we, well, it's mostly going to be Jarrell. I guarantee you every episode you have a new pair of shoes. Um, if we have shoe news, we'll share shoe news. Because that's one of the things that we as black men care about a lot. And it brings us together. So that was our first new segment of 2022. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's on feet? I do not have anything on my feet. In fact, I'm barefoot right now. But I did get a pedicure. So that works. Um so, yeah. So you've been good regardless of that. You you got you you got the patent one, breads if you will. Yep, yep. So you good? You and, ain't bought uh, no more shoes, huh? No, I, I I got a pair of Griffies. You know, I love the Griffies. That's probably like my second or third favorite shoe besides Retro J. So. Oh my god. I think yeah, within the last six weeks, maybe eight weeks, I got four pairs. Yeah, see, <laughs> Jarrell is gonna be the one to keep this segment alive. He is gonna bring us the shoe news. You know, in fact, I'm, in fact, some shoes just dropped right now. Surprised you're not on sneakers app right now. I looked to see if it was gonna like let me like click purchase in my size, and it actually popped up to say size 13. This is your address. This year, I was like, okay, I just wanted to know if I could get them. And I just, yeah, right. I'm not gonna Hit the button, Jarrell. <laughs> Hit the button. 
<laughs> I don't need those. I'm waiting for something else. <laughs> Mash the button. I want to see if this thing worked too. I think that's like an. I think that's like one of those. And we can talk about that. I think that's one of those. Uh, see, there you go. Um, <laughs> I really think that's one of those. I don't know. I wouldn't call it trauma, but I feel like it's one of those. If you have been, if you're an avid shoe lover like us, then you know about the sneakers app. We're gonna get into this thing a little bit today. Um, you mm-hmm. heard about the sneakers app. You heard about Nike. You heard about their exclusive application called Sneakers. This is an app where typically the exclusive accesses of or the exclusive sneakers that people can rarely get in stores. Um, this is where they drop. This is where you get your cool gray 11s from. This is where you get um, today the Racer Blue, I think, Jordan 5s. Um, this is where all the hot exclusives drop usually first or last or whatever the hell. Um, sneakers app is not popular amongst the culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We the people hate the sneakers app, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's typically because sneaker lovers like us. Well, I hate when people use the word shoe lovers like us mm-hmm. want shoes for the sake of loving gym shoes. Like I, I keep a decent pair of dress shoes, but if I can not wear anything else but gym okay. shoes the rest of my days. I would do that. I would Duh. I would literally wear these with a suit. I'm not playing. I could I mm-hmm. literally think I could pull it off. But you know, certain spaces won't allow me because they, you know, mm-hmm. tradition and all I get it, respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't like to stickers app. So, like, there have been times where I've been on a stinkers app. I'll have a shoe in mind that I really want to get, and I only go for stuff that I really want. Like, I'm not one of those people that's a sneaker head that's like, oh, man, I need to, you know, I need these. These came out this week. I'm also going to buy these. I'm going to buy these as well. I'm also going to buy these. I can resell these. I hate them people. I can resell these. I hate those people too. Um, Some people just mash that button and buy anything. I'm a very strategic person. Like, I don't like the same shoes as everybody else. I try not to anyway. Um, some people sleep on shoes, some people don't. Um, so ultimately, to my point, there are times within the sneaker community that you'll be on the sneakers app, um, and you'll just hit the button and you just, just to see if you're gonna get a win. It's like gambling, like mm-hmm. the sneakers app is literally like gambling, you hate it, mm-hmm. but it's like. Mm-hmm. I got an itch. I just just want to see if I get it. And people don't get it. <laughs> the box is real. Uh, people be out here with multiple accounts trying to combat the bots, trying to go crazy, and they still be losing. They just losing. You ain't didn't get it. Ain't got them. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so with that, I mean, how, how much do you love and or you know, passionately love and or dislike the sneakers that. Uh, because you, unlike me, situation. you, unlike me, you have gotten way more W's on the sneakers app than me. I've got zero. You've got way more than zero. Yeah, I got, off the top of my head, I say four. It's been a love-hate relationship. In the last so year. I, of course. Yeah, four in the last year. See? The first one I got was the, was the Georgetown 3s. And then I got the, what do they call them? Can't think of the name, but the white and red 12s. 
the mm. Royalty 12s was my third one, and then the 13s just last month. So those was my four. But when you, uh, it's like so much be going on in like that 10 minutes of <laughs> waiting to see if you got yeah. them. Or not. And like, <laughs> I always know I got them before I get the got them reaction because I have my, um, my uh, card attached to my phone. So whenever my card gets charged in my Apple wallet, it comes across my screen as a notification. Like you have been charged by Nike USA for 190 or whatever plus tax and all that. I'm like, oh, and then maybe like five seconds later, they'd be like, got them. And I'm like, well, thanks. I didn't really need that because you're already charging. Y'all better send me some. <laughs> no, you need that for optics. You need that to stun on your friends, i.e. me. Right, right, right. They'd be like, yeah, we got them. <laughs> That's like your uh that's like your membership pass or something. That's like your that's your like your certificate. Got them is your certificate of achievement. You know right, how like right. you get those certificates after you successfully pass a training or something. That's what it yeah. is. Got them is like <laughs> your award plaque. It's like got them. Very true. They should they should do that, shouldn't they? Somebody they do and be like, they don't need to give us a certificate with every retro Jordan or every release off the sneakers app to say this is your sneaker certification of authentication or something like that. Make it like this whole grand pompous thing or whatever. That's what they need they, to do. They do. It's the thing that say got them. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I want an actual certificate. Nah, nah. Cool. It should come with the shoe. The got them plaque thing should come with the shoe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You remember how, yeah, like, shoebox. yeah, you know how, like, back in the day when the Jordans would come out mm-hmm. and you would have the card that say which one it is? Yeah. I feel like. A holographic, right? Sometimes. But this would be, like, you know, say it had, like, all the Jordans listed on there and it highlights which one you actually got. And on the back, it okay. gives the history of it. I feel yep, like they yep. should do that with the Gotham. I feel like they should just throw that card in there. I mean, they already giving us quality defects on these shoes. Make it worth a while. Give, give me something to, give me something to be like, okay, no, mine legit. I don't need a receipt. You see this? Boom. Yeah, have it have it be really, really like like a, a license or something. Say like on this day, and then put the Jordan release date that they came out on of whatever year, such and such has received this retro Jordan. <laughs> like, I need all of that. <laughs> Listen, give me something I can frame. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make this attractive. Don't just mm-hmm. give me some shoes with some glue stains and some scuffs on there. Nah, give, right. give me some. First off, clean that up. Second off, mm-hmm. give me my gotham plaque. Something I can frame and put on my wall somewhere. Because you know everybody got a people these days got sneaker walls and they got special displays and all the crap. I don't need that. Just give me that. That's it. Right. Just yep. boop boop. I'll I'll still have none. But you get what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it'd be good to have an option. <laughs> you know, I'd be happy for other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't ever go hate. So, but anywho, um, congrats to you, bro. I'm glad you were able to secure the black bag on the Griffies because I know how much you love. Uh, first off, we all love Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. Let's be real. Um, mm-hmm. you know, definitely a Hall of Famer, obviously, and. Uh, even more than that, it's Black History Month, so we celebrate everything Black anyway, mm-hmm. but especially in February, because what you're not going to do is try me during what? During Black History Month. Not during Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, 
Um, I do have one more on the way. I ain't going front. This is not a baby. This is a shoe. Um, okay. So, Same couple. Difference. Basically, um, I feel like it's one of those videos where it'd be like, what was it? You know, like those TikTok videos, and they'd be talking about like, um, <laughs> like where'd you get those from? It's like somebody gave them to me. Like somebody mm-hmm. gave it to me. Like what? Mm-hmm. I was like, eh. and it was like, boom, they gave them to me. I feel like that kind of just happened. Um, <laughs> shout out to my bro, Matt, out of Cali. He uh, was at the Nike store in Cali. Um, he called me and was like, he texted me and was like, bro, look what I've seen sitting. And he sent me a picture of the Jordan 13 court purple joints. And I was just like, they had like size 10, size 10 and a half multiple quantities just just sitting and i was just like hmm i want them (laughs) (laughs) go get them i want them send them my way i will pay you in fact i'll do you one better i will trade you something i have double of to get those i have never owned i've never purchased my own jordan 13s in life I thought my first purchase was going to be those Dale Soul Jordan 13s, the white, white and yellow joints with the black bottom. But then I realized, in the spirit of everything, white get dirty real quick. Yeah. I don't really like white shoes or any majority white shoe. I just, then you got the white sock liner, and that's going to get dirty. That's going to show you got mm-hmm. dirty ankles and dirty feet. I ain't got time for that. So, mm-hmm. Um, I decided to get the 13, the court purple joints because it's all black and purple. Mind you, I actually do have things that are purple in my closet, so it wouldn't have been too bad of a buy. Um, and I'm simple, you know, I don't have a purple Barney suit somewhere just chilling. No, I legit have black and purple things in my closet that I can rock it with. Um, Mm -hmm. so they're on the way, you know, I'm tired of tracking numbers. I've been tracking this thing like three times a day ever since he sent it on Tuesday. Um, but I had also hit on the, I scored two pairs of cool gray 11s over the holiday season. So, um, we did it. I called it even exchange because he wanted them and didn't get them. I wanted those and couldn't try to get them. So, um, got my court, got my 13, my first pair of my own 13s coming. And I say that because, you know, back in the day, we all did it. If you didn't, you lying. We all used to borrow somebody's shoes, wear somebody's shoes, you know, yep. stare at somebody's shoes. Me and my sister uh, was the same size. We used to switch out our Nikes. See? Exactly. <laughs> she was like a size. She was what, like eight and a half at the time. I was like an eight because she was four years older than me. And, and then, then you like, ruined I, it. I, I, yeah, I passed her once I turned like 15 and she was like 18. I think she, I think right now she wears a nine. And I'm like a 13. It's like I, when I turn like when I turn like 14, I think I start wearing like a size 10. <laughs> it's like I ruined it. <laughs> you just ruined it, Jarrell. You yeah. you and your tallness and your big feet. <laughs> you just ruined it, bro. You had yeah. a had a good thing going. Right. And that was when shoes used to be uh two for a hundred or two for one fifty. Remember, like right. okay. Like, yeah, it's like we'll split our money. She'll put up like well, our parents will give us the money, of course. And she was yeah, there you up, go. Like, 
she'll put up like her her 50 i put up my 50 and then we find a tax from our parents or something like that <laughs> you get your color i get my color and then we tired of wearing the same color every day to school and then we switch swap yeah nothing wrong with the shoe swap so shout out to my bro matt we did a shoe swap um of unworn shoes <laughs> and uh Mm-mm-mm. so they should be coming hopefully by the day or tomorrow it'd be nice to have them on foot I'm excited because, you know, it's my first pair of 13s. So, um, other than that, I ain't getting none in a minute. It's probably going to be my birthday before I get another pair of shoes. Jarrell, Jarrell already got a plan for the end of this month. He already, like, March. <laughs> what's that? February 24th. He's like, I already got my plan ready. I'm getting the threes. I'm getting the playoff 12s. I'm, I'm going crazy. <laughs> Jarrell is how with a vengeance, and I ain't even mad. But, you know, I ain't going to put you on blast too much besides you want to tear yeah, you woke a sleeping giant when you started for the love of Rich Love's kicks. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I like you know who you talking to? I'm about to take over his Instagram account. Jarrell Love's kicks. Uh, Give me that. Uh, it was it was just worse. So like, yeah, like I kind of like I said, like for like a whole like seven years, I was just not getting nothing. I wasn't even checking release dates. So I was like, I got to be a grown up and save and. See, yeah. see, so, this no, is an integral a part of our relationship, bro. Like, it's okay to love shoes, just mm-hmm. don't spend the mortgage on them because right. I ain't got a couch for you, bro. I mean, right. you know, you could come through, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> let's just not <laughs> and right. uh, just make sure we run it by the spouse first, and then right, right. if she cool with it, then hit the smash button, you know. Or let them know mm-hmm. ahead of time. I let my wife know ahead of time of some shoes if I really want them. Again, I mm-hmm. have to really want them. Mm-hmm. Or run it by her first before I make those purchases. Because that's what you should do in a relationship is discuss all purchases. Mm-hmm. Um, which we're going to get into that in a very quick transition here. But um, you know, I, I make sure I run it by her. And if it's something for me, hell, if it's something for her. Like, Do I have the leeway to go splurge and buy you some shit? And she's like, all right, cool. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then next thing you know, she's like, oh, my God. I love these Pumas. They're so great. Like, yeah, I know. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's just always good to be responsible with your funds and, you know, not be one of If you're single and you can do it, still don't blow your money on that because you probably still have rent or mortgage to pay. You probably still mm-hmm. have lights and gas bills. Your phone, you need your phone to be able to do those things. So make sure you pay your phone bill. Um, somebody actually went on a, a tangent about that in one of the sneaker groups we're in and it was one of those things where it was just like I hope you're taking care of y'all stuff y'all sneaker collection is cool but I y'all y'all better y'all can't be out here do I'm like bro and I, this is a plug shout out to the Facebook group for the love of sneakers it's over 35,000 members of, of that team. And I'm like, bro, who asked you? This group is simply for what? Loving love sneakers. That's it. It is not for old man Billy to come in here talking about anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the main topic of discussion for today, uh, it's about us. It's about us black men. It's about um, relationships. It's about... Um, the do's and do nots of the dudes. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, the do's and do nots of the do's, ladies and gentlemen. Strap your feet up because Pastor Rail went on a tangent, <laughs> as he tends to do, has his modest self. I think mm-hmm. Facebook is like your, like your, uh, like your two face. You just be like, rip it off. Rah, here you go. This is what you getting. Um, <laughs> you you said some things in the Facebook streets that had people talking, and I agree to some degree. Um, but it's about how we as black men should cherish and treat our black women or men should treat their women and or the roles, if you will, of the man, the man in our relationship and lack thereof. So I'm going to decrease so you can increase <laughs> so we can get this conversation. I have things to say, uh-huh. but we ain't got all the time bro, to say them. So I'm going to let you start. And we're going to see where this goes, because I have no idea where this is going to go. <laughs> no, so uh, what Richard was referring to was this status that I had made on Facebook on, I think it was Thursday. Um, and it read that men who provide aren't asking what you bring to the table. We're too busy setting up a placement for you. So that was in response to so many other TikTok videos I see and so many of these black dudes who's supposed to be relationship experts and they got books and they got audio tapes and this and that and they're always saying always asking the question what do you bring to the table as a woman and i kind of took like the like i like to think of myself as like a hood dude that's educated like not hood like in the streets because the hood and streets are two different things it's like i'm in the hood i gotta identify with it like i know who on that corner this and that so all the hood dudes i used to see coming up it was never nothing like give your shorty some money you know what i mean it was never if that's who you claiming if that's who you would it's like oh yeah you can have you got access to all of that type of stuff so my mindset and of course growing up in church order and everything that comes along with that like men being responsible and you know everything that goes along with christianity is like the mindset of asking a woman what do you bring to the table is like something that's kind of foreign to me and it seems kind of i'm not gonna say feminine but because i understand what they're trying to get to I guess but I think the question is worded wrong so yeah when I wrote that status men who provide aren't asking what you bring to the table we're too busy setting up a placement for you I feel like as a man who's if you're single and you're looking to enter a relationship there are certain things that you need to do to get yourself in order so that if you do find yourself in a relationship there's no issues as far as you know anything that could be a stoppage to the relationship continuing on your part you know what I mean so I wrote a couple of things that yeah you did (laughs) I wrote a couple of things to like kind of expand on like what I was trying to refer to as far as a man setting up a placement for a woman or a man getting himself ready to be in a relationship right so all of this of course is uh as Richard puts the handcrafted ones in the camera. <laughs> I'm just I think it makes a great decoration. I'm just gonna I don't know, I'm just gonna it does put them here. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Don't let oh. me distract you. You on you you win this thing. Go ahead, bro. So just a, a couple of things that like I wrote down as far as you getting the table ready for you as a potential partner as a man, right? So I feel like these are just some things I wrote down. So you need a license, right? 
Like you can't be over 18 walking around talking about, well, my name is this, so you don't have a license. Like how you, how you buying, you know, how you get into the club? How you buying your know, alcoholic drinks? How you doing this and that? Like how you, it don't make sense. How you buying shoes if you can't you get to the store to get them? <laughs> right. How you verifying your ID to get to Canada and back? How you getting in a footlocker to get your, uh, your, um, your shipment and everything like that. So license, right? So the second thing that I put, and this doesn't have to come immediately after your license, but you need a license. And I think you need some sort of wills, right? Like you need some type of transportation to get around. And I understand that certain cities like New York, Chicago, they have trains, they have subways. So it's not necessarily in those types of cities, but Detroit, it'd be nice if you could have some wills to get to and from, you know, sometimes she might want to go to Nova. She might not want to go to the Coney Island up the street. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Exactly. The next thing, and this is not any in particular order, it's just looking in my head. You need some sort of income. Not saying that you have to have like your final job or you need to make six figs or none of that, but you need to have some type of income coming in in order to be in a relationship because women want to go out, right? Women want to go to the mall. They want stuff for Valentine's Day. You got to get her something for her birthday, something for Christmas. Like, you got to have sort of money coming in um on whatever monthly bi-weekly period you you uh set out to have mm-hmm. then um the other thing i put is you need to have some sort of housing set up right so if you're in a relationship and you're about to get engaged and get married you need to figure out where y'all gonna live so it may be she's the one who's set up that has like the better housing situation Y'all have to discuss that and understand, you know, if she's okay with you coming in there and y'all staying there or whatever. It's, it's good for everybody. But this is just stuff that needs to be put in order with you being a man and in a relationship. So those are the things I listed. I'm sure there's more, but those are the things that came to my head. <laughs> what do you think about that, Liz? You don't about to get into this thing, right? Okay. Um. So, yes, I agree with you on so many levels that as a man, I feel as if, you know, and this is specifically what we mean when it comes to redefining man up properly for the culture. Um, now, I might need help with your list again because you named so many great things. I want to make sure that I'm able to address the ones that stick out the most to me. I think one of the ones that stick out the most to me is the financial stability. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said earlier, bro, like you don't necessarily need to be making six figures. I don't make six figures. Right. Yeah. Granted, I am blessed to say I make close, but I do not make mm-hmm. six figures, especially Same. after taxes. It's just taking right on down. Um, <laughs> but like at the same time, you need to make sure you have financial stability in your life. Um, one of the biggest reasons that couples break up or marriages end or situationships end is because of disagreements when it comes to finances. Um, I learned that because I almost, <laughs> I almost broke up with my wife before we was married. Uh, but no, like you can't just be out here just blowing money on stupid stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially when you start to think about building with somebody. Mm-hmm. That's one of the perks I think of like marriage is that you your two incomes become 
a part of a business unit. Mm-hmm. And that's the money I'll bring in. But most importantly, let's 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 take it back to contemporary terms because everybody don't care about marriage. If it's time to go out, right? You need to be able to make sure you can take grab that bill and pay for yep. it. Not just look mm-hmm. at it and hand it back to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one of the biggest issues I hate, um, one of the biggest issues I see in today's society is, you know, I just had a deep conversation about this a couple of days ago. Stop asking women what they bring to the table. Yep. Because in most instances in 2022, they're bringing the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. You should actually cherish the fact that our women are so ambitious these days. Some mm-hmm. of them don't necessarily want to be. Like, right. let's be real. Like, my, my wife does not like working at all. And I can't blame her because I don't either. Um, <laughs> I would say at the current moment that she's the most ambitious between us two. Um, as far as like wanting to fit her, her master's degree, and, you know, she wants a special space within um, diversity and inclusion. And it's kind of a I'm not gonna say a far reach of where she currently is right now, but she's not exactly there yet. And she's planning on getting there, which I can't wait for the day. Um, mm-hmm. But nobody wanna hear that whole, what you bring to the table nonsense. Nobody cares. Like, you know, what do you, before you ask that question, answer the question, here's a better way to say it. When you're pointing out to somebody else, there's how many fingers pointing back? These three right here. So when you ask, what do you bring to the table? What three things for every time you ask that question do you bring to the table? Are you going to provide the table? That needs to be the first question. If you're going to ask what you bring to the table, are you providing the table? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, are you providing the table? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, are you? in a certain space in your life where you can provide a whole table. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, from a financial stability standpoint, be able to be able to manage your own. I mean, some people are okay with the whole, uh, you know, house wife thing and nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Um, however, if you want that lifestyle, then you need to be able to make a way for that lifestyle. Don't ask her what she brings to the table mm-hmm. if you can't provide that table. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, a couple of things you have on your list is a means of transportation. If you're in the Motor City, I feel like that's necessary. You can't just... Mm-hmm. The bus is too unreliable. I'm sorry. I love I love my city of Detroit, but the bus is too unreliable, too unpredictable. Right takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. if you're not going to your from your job to your crib bus ain't it i'm sorry unless Mm -hmm. you're going downtown to go hang out the bus Mm -hmm. ain't it you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just ain't (laughs) especially you know if you in the the city like it's probably not safe either i mean let's be real like you don't want to be there with your date you know you want if you're on a date you probably dressing nice you probably got your good coat on you probably got your you probably got your kicks on. You know what I'm saying? You, you're looking. You're, you're trying to be out here. You're trying to impress this lady. Um, or you're trying to maintain the impression of the lady. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Or whoever it is. It don't have to be a lady. It'll be a guy. Full disclaimer. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But you don't want to be at a bus stop. The next thing you know is, yo, them shoes nice, bro. What size is those? Mm-hmm. You already know what time that is. <laughs> you already know what time that is, baby. That mean get up out them shoes. Um, and I hate that. I would probably pull out mine and be like, they your size, not what? Anyway. Um, <laughs> don't do that, y'all. <laughs> There's laws. Uh, so yeah, you, a car is like a, a extended buffer. It's like keeps you safe from the outside elements. So, um, if you live in certain areas that don't have mass transit, then yeah, get get that car big time. Um, mm-hmm. don't know girl want to be unless you are where the likes or a significant other that likes the bus rides and uh, you know. Mm-hmm. that sort of environment that's cool but if i say i'm coming to get you at eight i'm coming to get you at eight right 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 i, I didn't say meet me at this i'm gonna come to get you at eight you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. so there's that so yeah i definitely agree with just saying um i just really hate that whole bring to the table bullshit it really it pisses yeah. me off it really does <laughs> Yeah, and I, and I think it's like it's because like Detroit is a hustle city, right? So I just yeah, like I, I don't I don't really like I have friends in Detroit who are are women, of course, right? And and they say that they run into these type of guys, and I'm just like, where is he from? He can't be from inside the city because he can't really, be. We don't really get we do get down like that. Like Detroit is a hustle city. Like we he don't get can't. it. Like. He from yeah, Kent. He, gotta be. he from uh. He from what they call it, Metro Detroit. He from Metro Detroit. He from Detroit. He from right. he from Metro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like like because I can remember like early on like dating my wife and it was kind of just like I remember having that discussion with her like I'm a college junior, I like you a lot. You say you like me, so we could be together, but. Right now, I can't provide this, this, and this. I was, I got a car, I got some money because I got a job, but it was like, uh, I ain't really, I'm still on my pops insurance, I'm still on my pops health insurance. You know Shout out I mean? to like, the people I, that can be on their parents' insurance, y'all. The <laughs> I envy y'all, man. Y'all, man, listen, okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was like, I, I was like 20, 21 at the time, and I was just like really transparent with her, like from the judge, and she was just like. Oh, okay. Like to her, she was just like, you know, nobody ever, you know, said nothing like that to me before. That's that's different. Okay, you know. Um, but she didn't even have like, I don't know, she necessarily had an expectation because she already had her own, you know what I mean? So <laughs> to me, I'm thinking like I before I even start like being serious with like dating her, I already knew I was gonna marry her. So I was just letting her know from the jump, like, this is what I don't have. Oh, you knew like, after like, the first date she was marrying her. Okay. <laughs> It don't it don't take it didn't take me long. Some dudes they say it takes years, but I feel like if it takes me years to like you, then I don't like you. You know what I mean? That part you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to have no growing pains with liking somebody, you know. It's like either y'all mesh or y'all don't. So that's it. Um that's a that's a different episode, probably. <laughs> Listen, but in um, fact, I, I think we got the perfect like, person for that, but we're gonna get into that later. Go ahead. Okay, okay. As far as like men's roles in a relationship, I feel like the number one thing that like I hear a lot of like women say is like they just want to feel comforted and protected, right? So mm. that was another status that I wrote on the same 
and they kind of like to piggyback off of the first one I read. So the first one I read said, "Oh, you had time." <laughs> the first one I did it said, "Men who provide aren't asking what you bring to the table or too busy setting the placemat for you." And then the second one I made said, uh, "I'm scrolling for it now." It says, "Your girlfriend or wife should never have to call her father for anything if you're in her life." I'm just saying. So I feel like a woman who has a relationship with her dad, right? Like her dad is like her her Yoda. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that's I guess I shouldn't say it for every every father daughter relationship, but the good ones, right? Her dad is like her Yoda. Like he comes, she comes to him with a question, he has the answer. She like, Dad, uh, I don't know what's wrong with my car. Two days later, her car fixed. She like, I don't know what was wrong with it. Her dad was like, Don't worry, I took care of it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he's like her problem solver. So yeah. I feel like you have to. Uh, as a man in a relationship who's courting a woman or being in a relationship with a woman who has like that type of father has access to has a relationship to someone who has who has that problem solving you know skill set and always being like her her rock and everything like you have to like match that minimum you know what I mean <laughs> like your minimum is to match like that caretaker problem solver thing that he has been for her for like all of her life so I'm gonna I'm gonna add something to that because I think this kind of sums up exactly what that status says. Now, granted, I had this issue early in my relationship. Um, mm-hmm. It actually used to piss me off, but then mm-hmm. I had to get secure in my own manhood about asking mm-hmm. the question. I, I asked myself this question: mm-hmm. Are you able to supplement what she's asking her dad for? Right. Or are you willing to take on that? Because mm-hmm. a lot of guys. They talk about, they talk that game. They ain't really about this life. It's relationships is not for the faint at heart. Mm-hmm. You have to be, and, and this is why this is a deeper discussion that we probably should be having later on. But you have to be secure in yourself to be able to maintain, to seek, maintain, and entertain a solid woman, a solid significant other. Right, right. You have to be secure in that. You have to be mm-hmm. secure in standing your own too and being like, hey, listen, it's not that I have a problem with this thing, mm-hmm. but I have a different solution to that issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so let's take the example in case you're talking about with the father thing. Or the, you know, father figure thing. Mm -mm. If I'm asking you to come to me instead of your dad, you better have a plan. Mm -hmm. I say one of the biggest issues that black women have with us or potential partners have an issue with, with their mates is that they talk a game, but they don't have the plan. I actually seen Mm -hmm. something on here. It was just like, yeah, I want to take you out. Like, All right, bet where are you going? And then he followed up and asked, I don't know where you want to go. That ain't a plan, big dog. That ain't it. <laughs> Have that plan. Have that thing ready. If she got car mm-hmm. issues, she shouldn't be calling her dad because you should be able to help with those car issues. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you got to fix the car. Mm-hmm. But you should have a certain set of tools in place to make sure that car is going to be fixed. 
right. I'm gonna say it again because sometimes I'm slow. <laughs> so that means sometimes y'all gotta be slow too. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to have the tools to fix the car, but you have to have the tools to get the car fixed. If you got the money, you got the resources, you got a guy, you know, mm-hmm. everybody, I got a guy. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Everybody got a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, have the resources, have the know-how, have the determination to make it happen. Have the ability mm-hmm. to let her know everything's going to be all good. Because <laughs> like in the Martin days, I got this. Big Daddy got this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, they right. want that sense of security to know that Mm-hmm. If you truly the man, I'm the man. If you the man, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're gonna be the one that she put for her emergency contacts, then you gotta make sure you are prepared to help her maneuver mm-hmm. those emergencies. Right. Period. I mean, that's that's what this mm-hmm. thing is about. You know, if you want to be that, if you want to be that guy for her, if you want to be the one she calls when she needs something, then you gotta mm-hmm. be the guy she can call when she needs something. Exactly. No, Paul Mooney gotcha. said it best. Everybody wants to be a nigga, but nobody wants to be a nigga. Nobody want to be a nigga. <laughs> That's it. You you have to be prepared to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say you got to solve every single issue because maybe she don't want you to solve every single issue, but you got to be prepared to. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to step mm-hmm. on in and make that issue your issue. Because I guarantee, in the age of 2022. That she's prepared to do that for you. There are a lot of powerful, dynamic women out here. This is my praise to amazing people out here, but especially our black women, because let's be real. In the words of Tupac, <laughs> since we all came from a woman, got a name from a woman, that game from a woman, women out here bearing these kids, man. A woman probably birthed, <laughs> correction, a woman birthed you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> ain't no probably unless you was a test tube baby which you know I ain't mad at it but likely a woman birthed you whether it was intentionally or uh, crap we slipped up that night but a woman birthed you whether she maintained that for herself and raised you whether you had to go into the system and be adopted a woman mm-hmm. birthed you and from what I hear birthing a kid Jesus Christ that makes me cringe <laughs> just hearing about the stories. Um, but no, you, you got to be, if you want to be that guy, you got to be that guy. If you want if you want her to change her emergency contacts to you, then make sure you're there for any emergencies. Mm-hmm. Or you know how they get them solved. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't be a problem solver, but be capable of solving the problems. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's something I still practice to this day. I ain't saying I'm perfect. I ain't saying I'm out here just beasting out everything. But I have to remind my significant other sometimes, like, hey, listen, if you need the support, if you need to run it, run it by, you need to, if you just need to vent. I'm your mm-hmm. guy, right? How was your day? You want to talk about it? I'm gonna put my phone down. Let's go ahead. Vent. Mm-hmm. Let it rip. I'm gonna take all that. But also, fellas, and this is the probably the most important of all that. You ever, I don't know. You ever drove in a car on rough terrain? Mm-hmm. Yep. You ever just you know took something off? Maybe you may have took something off road. I don't know. If you're familiar with going off road, you realize 
that there's lots of bumps and everything. And there's a lot of maintenance needed to be able to sustain all that. Mm-hmm. So, fellas, make sure you reckon on yourself in the midst of everything, too. That's going to go over a lot of people's heads. <laughs> just because it's a Wrangler, just because it's a Dodge Ram, mm-hmm. just because it's an F-150, don't, don't mean it don't mean ma- need maintenance, too. Right, right. Very true. Just because you put your shoe cleaner on your shoes <laughs> don't mean you ain't got to wipe them shoes off and make sure they're pristine shape. Fellas, mm-hmm. you got to take care of your damn self, too. You can't just, you know. Hell, sometimes you, <laughs> we're like sponges. Sometimes we take in all this, mm-hmm. but sometimes you got to wring out that sponge. You got to wring out that face rag. You got to get some of that stuff out, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's my shameless play to let you know that, hey, if you got to go to therapy, do that. If you got to go to the doctor, do that. Take care of your damn self. We can only be so strong and so black for so long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a tangent. But what I think Jarrell is meaning was saying by mm-hmm. these Facebook statuses is you can be that guy. You got to be willing mm-hmm. to step up to do it. You got to be willing to make yourself available and vulnerable. But also, you got to make yourself vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to take care of your things. You got to address your things. You got to be yeah. in shape. You got to take care of your shape. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to condemn guys who, like, aren't at that level. Because, you know, there's levels that people understand. And I'm a it's okay like if you're but, not ready. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I- some days I'm not there. Sometimes I gotta be like, baby, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> uh I get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and and, and I think it, I think it can be developed. I know for me it was kind of just like, I don't know, I guess like off rip, like I'm quiet or whatever, I'm laid back, but I'm like very like territorial with like what's mine at the same time. Um so like when I started like dating my wife, it was kind of just like Yo, oh, like, yeah, like, because, you know, we was working internships and co-ops, and it wasn't, like, no steady, you know, it was in, you know, like, what, $17, $18 an hour. We was making the big money, baby. And, uh, it's like, <laughs> for a college student, yeah, yeah. it was a lot. But, you know, it'll be like, it'll, it'll be like, oh, like, shoot, like, I get paid next Friday. She get paid two Fridays after that. She'll be like, you know, like, oh, I need, like, 50 for my phone bill or whatever. And she'd be like, I'm going to go ask my sister or something. I'm like, no, nah, here, here you go. So it was kind of just like off rip for me. I was just kind of like, if we're going to be together, we're going to be together. But That's I know like, like some people, they still have like a trial period where they're not like really like, you know, having faith on this thing. They're like, I'm going to test this relationship instead. And no, like that type, like, you know, they're trying to fill it or whatever. They, they got to like warm up, you know, take it from the free throw line. Okay, I'm going to go out to the three-point line now and shoot. But for me, it was just like, I was kind of just like Curry from half court, like off rip, like, you know. If it work out, if it don't, then, you know, I'm still going to have, you know, peace in my heart. So, Jarrell Loki just said, I knew I had that shot. All I had to do was shoot. That's what he just said. Y'all missed it by the Steph Curry reference. But Steph Curry is a baller. I ain't even going front. I, as much as I give Jarrell Hill about, like, loving the Warriors so much, 
I get it. Part of it's probably because we ain't got no real team like that. We ain't out here, you know, blowing niggas out and all that stuff like that. But what I will say is this. Like you said, have that shooter mentality. Have that have Mamba mentality. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to the GOAT, Kobe Bryant. Like, mm-hmm. have that mentality that, hey, listen, I can hit that shot. Give me the ball, I can hit that shot. I can be that guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I can be that guy. Like, that is not a problem at all. I don't mind, you know, taking that shot. If I miss, I miss. She'll understand. A true one will understand. If that's all they want you for and you can't provide, then, I mean, that's a different conversation. But, like, you know, if you're going to be that guy, you got to have that confidence. Jarrell said, I got that Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm pulling up from half court, baby. Sure. I mean, I can I go get a layup. You want me to go get a layup? <laughs> but I go shoot that boy from like three quarter court. And it just goes, it don't even go up the backwards. Mm-hmm. Just boop. Yep, um, <laughs> that's swish. Shout out to the Warriors, man. They dope. But, you know, mm-hmm. I'm rooting for my Pistons really, 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 really hard. Just really hard. But it's hard. Being a Detroit fan, I ain't even gonna say pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's hard being a Detroit mm-hmm. fan, but you know that's a different standard than holding them to about the bad boys and the the going to work Pistons of the 2000s and all that stuff. But um, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, fellas, um, you can't ask her what she brings to the table if you're not willing to either be able to provide that table, be able to fix that table, mm-hmm. get the table fixed. Or give her a place to put the table. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you can't give her a place to put the table, don't talk about that damn table. <laughs> but what, what mm-hmm. do you bring to the car? Like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and, you know, ha- having a place, you know, that's great. You know, sometimes it works. And then sometimes she'll make you realize of the things you need to work on. Either for that person or for the next one. So, um, I'm sure I we feel can like probably... this, I was gonna say I feel like the list that I had was very minimal, like license. It uh, is income. because they don't ask for everything, bro. <laughs> exactly, that list is very minimal. But a lot of women expect the baseline to be taken care of. They expect you. What I understand from you know my own relationship. Mm-hmm. And the conversations I have with a lot of my favorite sisters and cousins are women, yep. obviously. Um, or we have women in our lives that depend on themselves a lot. And one of the things is they are typically in today's society. We as men condition women to be self-dependent. And that's really tough to say. But it's accurate. We condition women to be self-dependent mm-hmm. because a lot of times what happens is we don't give them much to look, either look forward to or much willingness to, you know, depend on men for anything. Mm-hmm. It's probably their daddy's fault, probably our dad's fault, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no knock to bed, dead be dads, but I mean, they out there, let's be real. Um. So a lot of women are 
self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. And if you can't help them with their core needs, if you can't help yourself with your core needs, how are you going to help them with their core needs? Exactly. Exactly. You should be able to put clothes on your own back, put food on your own table, mm-hmm. have a roof over your head, and the willingness to go get it. And the reason I think that, especially I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to my Detroit peeps. It's all I know. It's born and raised here. I've been other places, but it's no place like Detroit. Nothing stops Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit versus everybody, all the above. Mm-hmm. If you are from or know someone from the city of Detroit, mm-hmm. there's a certain mentality that they that we that we haven't possessed. We get it in the mud. You know what I'm saying? Like we we go after the needle in the haystack. We probably built the haystack, to be honest with you. But like <laughs> Detroiters are like just very, very gritty and go get it people. They gonna hustle, they gonna grind, they gonna make sure they get it done. They gonna back back in my day, we shoveled snow, okay? We shoveled the snow, we salted the walkways, and we got them jazz, okay? That's what we did. <laughs> and I don't see that as much now. Different conversation. People grind in different ways now. A lot of people that you went to high school with these days, they are now running their own businesses. This and a third. They ain't like that corporate job, so they made their own corporation. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a lot of women are built that way in Detroit, especially because some guys proved mm-hmm. to be undependable. And so I say all that to say. Um, it's really hard to impress somebody from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, just because you got... Because mm-hmm. a lot of drug dealers had the big cars. You know what I'm saying? A lot of yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of dope dealers mm-hmm. had the the, the Alassans and the Peli Pelis and, you know, the, mm. the, the Timberlands on and, you know, the loud sounds in the trunk. Cartier glasses. The buffs. What they call them these days, which is not the, not the same. Yeah. The gays, they had all that, and yeah. so little kids. So basically, if the drug dealers are maybe I don't know anywhere from like seventeen to maybe twenty five, the high school girls, especially juniors and seniors, mm-hmm. would be like, "Oh my god, he's so dreamy. He got a car," <laughs> and uh, you can't really impress nobody. Like we don't care about the glitz and the glamour. Can you take care of yourself? Mm-hmm. If you got a kid, do you take care of your kid? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's what they're looking for. And so at, at the end of the day, providing the bare things. If you have your own spot, if you have a dependable vehicle, mm-hmm. you have an honest job, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, I can't, I can't uh advocate for. They're not honest money. I can't do it. The reselling, the sneaks, the uh, <laughs> not honest. <laughs> the, uh, I thought you was gonna say drug the, dealer. Or I was gonna get there, but since you said it, thank you. Um, because they be doubling prices. Not like not beat your man. Got here. Um, <laughs> taking from the people that really want these damn shoes, which is me. I'm the person that really wants these damn shoes. Um, anyway, doubling back, mm-hmm. like. If you have a job that you maintain that you're financially stable with, you have a dependable means of transportation, um, you were able to actually plan a date 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't got to have everything laid out. Well, it'd be nice. Yeah. But, like, know where we're going to dinner. You know what I'm saying? Know what we're doing. Know if we're going to the batting cage. Know if we're going to the movies. Just have that thing. And if she don't want to do that, that's when you ask, well, what did you have in mind? Because I thought this would be fun for us. Because sometimes you get to know the person and you realize what they do or don't want to do. Um, but have that, be willing to take initiative. That's usually because in the day, today's society, our women especially, they make decisions mm-hmm. all day. They deal with decisions all day. They have to make decisions all day. Last thing they want to do when they come, they get off work is make a decision. Mm-hmm. They want the decision made already. They just want to You they got it. The shoes and relax their feet. Party on down to the escape beat. That's, That's it. <laughs> Lay your head on my pillow <laughs> and just relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that part. <laughs> or, what, or what did Alicia say? Lay your head on my pillow and you can be mm-hmm. yourself. That's actually what they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Usher trading places. You know what I'm saying? Yep. These are the mm-hmm. things that they mm-hmm. want. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, be able to provide that space, but then you know, at the end of the day, I guarantee they reciprocated. That's that's the name of the game, baby. Um, you're you're a servant. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> you know, what I'm and it's not to say you're a slave, but you're yeah. a servant. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So there's at the end of the day, that. yeah, no, you should want to cater to your significant other. You should want to, because you want mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 She may not rub my feet, but she make sure I get my feet rubbed. It's a, it's the service part of it. Yep, you know yep. what I'm saying? So reciprocation, everything. Yes. So if you're gonna be the man, be the man. If you're not gonna be the man, and this is gonna be another man that's gonna be the man. Right, right. That's for sure. You ain't the only one I heard. I think you got options, big dog. She probably got more options than you. Yeah, yeah. You got somebody that was like, <laughs> I made a mistake. I can make it up. It's somebody always like that. I don't care who you are, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you just got to make sure you got it like that. To... <laughs> when she asks you, you think you are that? Well, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Let her know you are that person. Mm-hmm. And if you can't have that con- that confidence, then go get that counseling. And then go, then come back and say you the man. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think we preached. <laughs> I think we preached enough. Um send all your offering and tithe money to listen. <laughs> listen, I will send y'all the cash app to PayPal. And you know where to send it to. Okay. Everything goes to either the maintenance and progression of this podcast or Say there you go, you got it. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this is one way that people can make offerings, but we're gonna we're gonna go into that tangent. Um, I guess in conclusion, brother, like, what would you say the final word is when it comes to uh, being a black man, being a provider, if you will, for a significant other or someone you're trying to court? Uh, I was just say, you know, it's not a true blueprint, especially, you know, if you've never seen or had a template from having a father in your life as a man. But uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, when you enter in a relationship, every relationship is different. Every woman has different needs and expectations. So you just really got to have that transparent conversation um, about, you know, how you feel if she was to, you know, go to her dad instead of you. How to, if that makes you feel less valuable, you got to let her know that, and, you know, had a conversation with her so y'all could steady the boat. You know, it's, it's just all about, I know you hear it a, a hundred million times or whatever. It's all about communication. But at the end of the day, it's really all just about how can we like value each other and i think that's the key and i'm gonna add to that because i think you summed it up pretty well the communication is key the part of that communication is listening to her needs true listening to the things she wants listen to the things she needs listen to the things she just say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's gonna help you pick out better valentine's day gifts i hope y'all got good gifts for valentine's day i know i got some plans baby um mm-hmm. <laughs> listen to the stuff she may send you mm-hmm. listen to if her back hurting she talk about her hands hurting mm-hmm. her feet ache you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know car may sound a little funny listen to what she's saying yep. and some of the best gifts is simply after you listen to make some of those things happen. I'm not saying all of them, because you probably can't. Maybe you can. All right, big baller. But mm-hmm. um, effective communication includes listening with intention mm-hmm. and providing that feedback and or and reassurance that you're listening. Repeat back what you think you heard. I mean, mm-hmm. communication is key. I think communication is the thing that helped me have a better relationship with my wife. And I think mm-hmm. we're in a space we're in now because I listen a little bit better than yesterday. Mm-hmm. I still miss some things. <laughs> I get in trouble with that like three times a day at least. Yeah, but because yeah. um, we both have so much going on, but at the same token, I think that when you listen, listen with intention, not just listen to respond. Heard, heard mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. That you have a better relationship. You have a better thing. Do that in your friendships. You know what I'm saying? Listen to your friends. Listen to your significant others. Make sure your significant other is your friend too. That's another key thing. But listen Mm -hmm. to your peoples. Listen with intention to your people. Mm -hmm. And be able to get that back. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I was summing that thing on up. Um, The doors to the church are now open. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you have seen yourself not being a great listener, (laughs) if you have seen yourself you know, not being able to communicate your things or your feels. Um, if you have, I don't know, if you have superior man complex where you feel like you're a less than and or somebody out here threatening your spot, like, you know, her dad, then you might need to do mm-hmm. some self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. We, we probably should do that every single day. Ask yourself why you feel that way. Ask yourself why it is that 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 why exists and then kind of go mm-hmm. from there um just because mm-hmm. you don't have a good father didn't have a good father figure or your father was a certain way don't even mean you need to react and be that way um right. so the doors to the couch is open <laughs> come kicking with your favorite cousins of the mental matters podcast um <laughs> if you are a struggling black man welcome we all are <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so um yeah the ways you can actually donate and support us 
as you bring your offerings. It's by getting this merch, dog. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mental Matters Podcast has merch. Uh, check out our Instagram page for the links. All the links is in the bio. Any dope articles we may share. Um, any dope merch we are dropping. Any of our classic stuff, like Hope is Bromantic. I am definitely one. Jarell is my brother. I love that man of death. Um, mm-hmm. Some of my best male friends are, I love them to to the world blows. I probably punch somebody in the face for him. Let's be real. Y'all my mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a hopeless romantic. That's probably one of my favorite pieces of merch that I designed. Um, so if you love I that design that hoodie too, with these couldn't I? You can't <laughs> see we just dropped the t-shirt and the tank top. So get ready for the spring. There you go. Look at him. Look at <laughs> he's so precious. Anyway, <laughs> I could probably rock him with these too. Let's be real. It, it is for sure for sure white black and red we might even do the flip of these and do the white shirt with the black and red logo we'll see depends mm-hmm. what you guys say and, and feel um we have other things that are classic and toxic toxic masculinity tees and hoodies and such and um and i speak up for mental health um mm-hmm. have a different colorway coming for that so stay tuned y'all it, it may happen to match those patent breads as well but anyway um yeah just give us love on our merch page. Um, cop what you like. If enough people cop what they like, we can all make this podcast community grow better. Get awareness out there. Um, like, comment, subscribe. You guys have been very active in our comments lately, sharing our content recently. We love you guys and appreciate that. Um, we have some things coming up. We have some dope guests coming up. We're going to get into this whole black men thing when it comes to the level of significant others we entertain. We have a dope guest or two coming up for that. Um, how to find a therapist. We're going to get more into that bag. Um, just all things pertaining to us as black men make us better and better for society. So um, I'm excited for it. I can't wait to get into that bag in 2022. And, um, and just some things working on ourselves personally. Gonna get into this yoga bag. Yes, mm. we will be having a live yoga event. More details to follow. Got one of my good friends and fellow engineering homies that, uh, yeah, he's about that yoga game. So we're gonna get into that bag. Um, as well as some <laughs> fitness goals. I wanna make sure that this year I run a 5K. And um, so the journey to actually get there, I'm gonna, we gonna take y'all along with it. And I'm gonna challenge Jarrell back in like the early 2020s of uh, maintaining that physical stability. And we're gonna be our best selves. We gotta feel great. So we wanted to kick it off right, especially during Black History Month, especially during Black History Month. Um, (laughs) You know, all things that Black men are about, and that's our health, our wealth, and our mental mind frame. So, You know, if you if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you're probably going to end up looking good. So that's what I got. Um, this episode is brought to you by two men that love you. And uh <laughs> yeah, that is that I think concludes this episode of the podcast. Brother, do you have anything for these people besides them King Griffey Jr. joints that you want to share before we get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> just uh like you say life is short by the shoes 
Life is short. <laughs> Buy the shoes, people. And then you sent me the alternate ones that's coming out, so. I don't know. I mean, we, if I see them, I have to, but. We're going to have to go to the batting cage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't even got to wear those. I love okay. baseball. I'm getting back to the bat. We're going back to the gym. Mm-hmm. We're going back to who? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Excuse Hello? Wait, that's somebody. Hello? <laughs> I want to get back to the gym. You know what I'm I want to get back to the hooping that we were supposed to do but never did because you were scared. I want to get to the gym. Not the second hoop. But I think that would be fun. I think we should get a run going. COVID, COVID is still a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, I strongly do feel as if we should get back physically active out there. And, you know, if I, got I got a mask. I got my- I got my Fauci Alchi. I got to get my uh my booster because it's about that time. I had to wait what like six months. So yep. I'll be coming up to get my booster next month. So yeah, yep. Gym days with the Mental Matters Pod is going down. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to my 200s mm-hmm. by December 31st. We gonna do that thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm back ready. I'm back in my bag. More dope content mm-hmm. coming. And uh, mm-hmm. Jarrell's going to curate more episodes like this because that man is dope. He just don't be knowing it. So, <laughs> if there's nothing else, we love y'all. Jarrell, I love you. And, love you too, uh, and we are out this thing. So, um, protect your mental. Get the therapy. Buy the shoes. And toxic masculinity. And, hey, more jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't want to sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah.